Ring, ring with Renny Revis. Hello and welcome to the show. We've got someone very special with us today. Someone you may or may not know. But don't worry, we'll explain all the inside jokes. Just sit back and enjoy the voyeurism, folks. It's Ring, Ring with Renny Revis. Hey, all you lovers out there. Anyone get shot with an arrow by a naked little boy? Did you eat all the good chocolates and leave the half-eaten gross ones in the box that you'll end up eating next week anyway? Whether you were alone or not on Valentine's Day, I'm just hoping you didn't accidentally grab the Purell instead of the lube. Today's guest is mi amigo, Will Melendez. He's a stand-up comedian who's lived in Los Angeles since 2017, having performed at the Comedy Store, Flappers, and many other venues. When my friend Misha from Episode 3 was booking headliners for his new comedy show, he recommended a comic he just performed with, and I suggested one I met that I really liked. They were the same person. Will's caring nature came in handy when I invited him over for Christmas Eve dinner. I was rattled by a power outage earlier, right as I put the roast in the oven. Will arrived with sweets and a large bottle of Orangina. He told me it was his favorite soda and the only Gina he likes. He handed it over, and I immediately dropped it. Glass and soda all over the kitchen floor where I was house-sitting. Will promptly calms me down while I emit kazoo sounds of panic. He said, I'll help. I'm Puerto Rican. I know how to clean a kitchen floor, honey. He sopped up the liquid, dustpanned the glass, and found a Swiffer. I'm lucky to have Will as a friend. Thanks for finding me, Will. And the Swiffer. What's the 411? Here's some info that'll help eavesdroppers better understand our conversation. Let's please admire that Will's cat, who he shares an apartment with, and who may or may not be a straight female interior decorator sitcom protagonist, is named Grace. Some parts of our call didn't record well. I left them as is because I think missing words are identifiable through context. Though I considered badly dubbing Will here and there. Bitch please! Kira Knightley! Burtsbees! Will is originally from Puerto Rico. Both of his parents live there. The Gays Over COVID Instagram page catalogs the findings of accounts aimed at identifying gay men partying during the pandemic. Circuit parties are all-night raves, with massive attendance. The schadenfreude from calling these people out has been great for those whose only gay agenda is staying home. In a true-to-form moment of insensitivity, steaming sack of mierda, Donald Trump tossed paper towels into a crowd in San Juan, Puerto Rico, following the devastation of Hurricane Maria at a disaster relief distribution center. It was the closest he ever got to playing catch. Close up on Don Jr.'s eye, shedding a single tear. Music cue, Papa Can You Hear Me by Barbra Streisand. Hello. Mi amor, is that you? It's me. I'm here. Hi, Renny. My darling hair twin. How are you? <laughs> oh, my God. My hair is all over the place, but I'm good. <laughs> it's good. a sunny day. Is it? Well, my cat is laying outside in the sun, and she only does that when there's actual sun outside hitting the patio. And so she hasn't been going out there for a while. She's the indicator of how good the weather is in West Hollywood. The more she is in the patio, the better it is. How old is Grace? She's going to be 13 in April. I would much rather see your 13-year-old cat come out and let us know winter's over than that dirty old rat they pull out. Yeah, like the groundhog. First of all, what is a groundhog? I've never even heard of what it is. 
it just comes out in winter for one day and all of a sudden it's like that animal doesn't exist anymore. People love cats. Like, let the cats mm-hmm. tell us winter. It's just a much more celebrated animal <laughs> groundhog. I'm sure the groundhog is adorable. Whatever. My kitty cat does a better job. Yeah, you can get the whole town of West Hollywood <laughs> to gather around your balcony to see if oh, race comes out. Not a problem. I'll wear a cute <laughs> outfit. Grace will also wear a cute outfit. We'll flirt. We're both single. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. Now I'm really caught up with the idea that a groundhog doesn't exist. I've never <laughs> seen a groundhog at the zoo. I've never heard of anyone having a groundhog problem in their yard? Never. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, this one groundhog is back again. Is it just one carnal groundhog that every year comes out from the same place? Like, does it reproduce? Does it have a mother or father? Is it passed down from generation to generation? Like, who is this groundhog and who takes care of it? I don't know. I try to explain it to my mother once. She's like, I don't think Latinos really understand it. Yeah. No. Maybe it was a guinea pig from Peru and it just loved America. Yeah, it's one of the hamsters who ate their young. And that's part of the whole formula. That's Very. why there's no more. It just keeps eating its baby. Just mm-hmm. the one. I'm so glad that we've reconnected. I miss talking to you and seeing long. you perform. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Live shows. What is that? Like, yeah. what is stand up? What is that? Ugh. And you're doing a job interview today. That's kind of like a Zoom comedy show. Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, hopefully alive. Like, <laughs> it's just funny. I just wonder whether the interview is going to go the exact same way as like prior to the pandemic. It's like the world has changed. Your approach should change as well. The same questions don't exactly apply in this climate. Nope, 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 no. Nope. And tread carefully, okay? I'm queer and Latino. I'm very sensitive right now. I'm already not going to get this job. Oh, well, whatever. Oh, <laughs> what is the job? Oh, uh, well, my background is in marketing. Okay. Before I started doing stand-up, I've worked mainly in the beauty industry, but also in cannabis, mm-hmm. um, you know, going back into marketing, stand-up is obviously not happening. And the last time I've been paid by unemployment was the end of December. And I've certified for six weeks and I still haven't gotten any money, nothing, Oh yeah, anything. Apparently there's like 4 million cases of people who fall <laughs> for unemployment who haven't received money in like over a month. They're trying yeah. to root out the fraud. I'm like, excuse me. I was laid off from work. Give me my unemployment. Oh. I've sent no. I called. Yeah. I know I'm not the only one in this boat, but at this point, it's like, okay, I need to find work. So we will see. Whenever I call, I just picture the phone being a baby's toy phone, and they just pick it up and put it up to their ear. <laughs> it's a colorful, happy face phone. Yeah, it's like one of those Tyco phones. Or it's like the sloth from Utopia. Yes. Slowly picking up the phone <laughs> and waiting eight hours. <laughs> That's where we're at. I've not chatted with a human at all. So sorry. My unemployment case ran out of money. So then they stopped putting the extra pandemic money. Now it's zero money. And the message just says, do not apply again if you were getting pandemic assistance while we update our system. So that's just a whole faller move. Like, don't even try. Yeah, right? There is nothing more high maintenance than the unemployment website in California. That thing is always down for maintenance. It's like, get your shit together. Come on, this is the one thing. 
Come on, Gavin. Oh, my God. More maintenance than a 10 influencer on Instagram. Yes. Every time I log on, it's like, oh, it's going to be down for maintenance from 8 p.m. to 1 in the morning. I'm like, every yeah. night? Every, every night. Uh, it takes a long time to put in those extensions, Will. Yeah. The extensions, but they don't end up paying out. Yeah. So. Their extensions and unemployment claim extensions are both very time-consuming. <laughs> very time-consuming. Other than that, I'm better spirits. That's so, yeah. good. With the marketing job that I hope you get, hopefully it's not in my neighborhood. You did not have a good experience in Van Nuys. No, no, no. So that was actually like at a toy company that I worked for for six weeks and literally <laughs> one day and I got an email from my boss's boss and I was like, nope, I don't need to work here. I literally got my stuff, went over to my boss who actually liked it, and I told her, yeah, I'm not working here anymore. And she was surprised. She was like, is there anything I can do? You can make your boss disappear, I guess. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not accepting emails like this anymore. She sent me some nasty email because she was on vacation. And then she comes Ooh. back apparently like at 1.30 in the morning, sends me an email saying like, oh, I don't think this has been done. This has been done. Mind you, all those things have been done. <laughs> and I had worked out with my boss, but she already jumped in conclusion and got into this frenzy. So I watched <laughs> at 8.30 in the morning on a Friday and I saw oh. this email. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. But if this is how you guys operate here, where you're just going to send me a nasty email at 2 in the morning and assume things that you're wrong about to feel like you can just treat me in whatever way you want you are seriously mistaken and then i got my stuff and i said bye uh, it paid me out that day i had a whole exit <laughs> interview it was glorious it was just like every pet up frustration that i ever had working for corporate america i just unleashed it on this poor woman from hr she, wait i just want to keep writing this down i was like right away honey right away do you want to tape record this it's probably easier because i do not care i'm gonna let you have it so now no, I did not enjoy my experience working for that one company in Van Nuys. Will, wasn't yeah. it for Bratz Dolls? It was a company called MGA Entertainment. They make the Bratz Dolls. I was on LOL Surprise, which is like number yes. one toys, girls category. And my background, I've worked in hair care. So I was a marketing manager for Nexus Hair Care mm -hmm. and also Burt's Bees. Beauty's been mainly my thing. I go into toys, and toys is a little bit different in mm -hmm. that they're always turning out new toys and shit. It's funny because companies are a lot more conscious about like recycled materials and things like mm -hmm. that. The company was like, no, no, we want money. New, new, new. We don't care. Uh, Give a fuck about all the plastic going in there. Just go, go, go. Money, <laughs> money, money. Oh, don't use your cell phone. I saw you use your cell phone. You can't use it. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. You're not curing cancer. <laughs> Boys, okay? Their corporate motto was, let's treat our people like trash, LOL. Right? <laughs> <laughs> let's pull one over their eyes. Make them feel like they can never get a job ever again after here. <laughs> if you go on the glass door, they had like oh, yeah. 0.9 star out of 5. Like literally every company that I've ever researched, it was probably the lowest greatest <laughs> company ever seen. Like a one point something that's a d okay that's, that's a bad yeah um, that's so like when i was in high school i started not doing my math homework anymore mm -hmm. and the teacher thought i was funny and i did a project at the end of the semester and he gave me a d so if i did nothing and got a d <laughs> oh my god yes or this company was like sell your yeah. soul and we'll 
Indiana D level. So fuck no. you at your LOL surprise. Surprise! I'm gone. <laughs> surprise, we suck. Yeah. And like the employees would talk so much shit about each other. There was one girl who I remember I accidentally misspelled YouTube. It was the presentation. <laughs> the T wasn't capitalized in front of everybody. She's like, well, the T wasn't capitalized. And I gave her the dirtiest look. Like, did oh. you really say that out loud to everybody? I literally had to take her aside. Don't do that. You're starting shit. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, you know what you're doing. You know, women like that, it's all pre-calculated. Mm-hmm. They come into work and they're like, you know your shirt's inside out. Oh, my yeah. God. Ate that yeah. bit. Yeah, I had a long lunch break and things happened. And you knew that before uh, you asked me, you twat. Yeah, mind your fucking business. <laughs> yes, the sabotage. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. I'm just now in my part with my kitty cat. You know, I'm just happy that I'm still healthy and reconnecting with you. <laughs> uh, my 40th birthday is next week. We got to do what we can to party. I know. Um, yeah, I am by myself at 40, but I'm buying myself a balloon. And that's going to make me happy for my birthday. Oh, do you still have a roommate? Well, yes and no. My, I know, right? New story. <laughs> My roommate is a flight attendant. Oh. Yes, his company offered their employees leave of absence during the pandemic if they wanted it. So he took a six-month leave of absence. He's in Mexico right now. I think he's in a small town outside of La Paz. Mm. So he's just literally like in an Airbnb by himself. Wow. 50-minute bus ride to the beach. And he's just relaxing. Mm. But he comes back from his leave in March. So he's going to come back and, I guess, move in with me temporarily for six weeks. But yeah, I'm by myself right now. That's too bad he's out in a place that would be a nice vacation while these days over COVID are out here starting <laughs> in Mexico. No, he's not in Puerto Vallarta and he's not going to circuit parties. He's not one of those at all. So he is a white gay man who went to Mexico, but did not party it up in Puerto Vallarta. Although Days Over COVID Instagram page did spring me out of my depression and gave me so much life because the comments were amazing. (laughs) I even made a meme. I'm not a meme comic at all. Sitting in my apartment generating memes. But I was like, this is totally meme-worthy. The party gays, fighting with the woke gays, mm. gays over COVID, tracking these popular influencers' geographic location through Facebook and calling them Amazing. out, especially their healthcare workers, who, once they got the vaccine, decided to go fly down there. I mean, the team right. that was... Wow. You know how we have to go through customs? I'm thinking that your roommate has to go through a test to determine if he partied. So what would that look like? Looking for his tan lines? (laughs) Let me see the Speedo tan line here. I know, right? The telltale sign is glitter. (laughs) That's like, bitch, you've been partying. You have not Mm -hmm. been social distancing, okay? (laughs) Instead of putting your thumbprint, they look at your wrist to see if you have a party wristband. (laughs) Tan line on the wrist. That's perfect. He did Um, come back for Christmas for a week and I decorated the apartment to surprise him. He had no idea that the apartment was going to be fully decorated when he arrived. It was a lovely Christmas. Oh, that's so sweet. It's like everything you love about a surprise party but without the people which is actually an improvement. Absolutely. (laughs) No one's here. Surprise. Yay. Yeah, it was nice. It was a lot of hard work. You went all out. I mean, I needed a productive project that didn't require me on the phone or sitting at my desk. You know, it was seven days that it took. I still have them up. I'm not taking them down. In true Latino form, I'm waiting Mm -hmm. until April or May to take them down because I'm sorry, that was just way too much work that I put in December just to undo all the work in January. Yeah, it's so much work. You know what it is? You got to wait until Jesus dies. 
in Easter. <laughs> Priest, oh, and then he's dead. And you take his birthday decorations down. Yes. In the meantime, Jesus lives. Jesus lives. <laughs> Brought me back to one of the songs that I grew up listening to in church. Nice. Was it an English song? This was an English song, but the church I grew up in was in Espanol. But the song was in English? This song was in English, but the church that I grew up in, it was a Spanish-speaking church. Uh, my dad mm-hmm. was the minister and my mom was <gasps> the preacher's wife who also doubled Ooh. the church van lady. The mm-hmm. church van? Yeah, she drove the church van to pick ah! the church. Yeah. The opposite of the bang bus is the prayer bus. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh-oh, I need to <laughs> lament for my bang bus sins. <laughs> and then the prayer bus comes up. <laughs> Will's mom is here. Let's repent. Well, we would repent and then the parting <laughs> gift would be one of her masks because she designs masks now. I know. Yeah. I was doing my laundry yesterday, folding my masks. And I was thinking, this is a nightmare. Does everybody still say that now? <laughs> like hanging my mask from my jewelry holder. This is an absolute nightmare. Are we all still there? Because that's where I'm at. The definition of nightmare seems to be morphing every single day. <laughs> yes. Right? I mean, like, the Capitol riot, that was a nightmare. Yeah. Hanging up the mask, maybe we should figure out another word for it now. Cool. I keep wanting to point a remote at everything and turn it off. That's enough. Too much. <laughs> tonight. Totally. <laughs> How are your parents doing? They're good. They both just got the vaccine. Nice. So they've been very strict. You know, they've just been staying home. They didn't go out. There's a Walmart less than five minutes from my parents' house. Mm-hmm. My mom goes and does grocery shopping every other Sunday during senior hour between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. So, you know, they're 77 and 73 now. Oh, yeah. They're getting up there. But yeah, they were both able to get the vaccine. So I'm just happy once I get it, then finally we'll try to beat each other. Yeah. Well, it sounds like your parents are all set. They got the vaccine and mm-hmm. they might still have some paper towels. Plenty of paper towels. You know what's funny is yeah. my mom's been sending me care packages like probably the last few months. She's very sweet. Once she discovered the internet, she got all excited about Instacart. She will randomly say like, oh, you're getting a delivery at two o'clock. I'm like, what? And then every single time she sends me a boatload of paper towels and I'm like, mommy, why are you trolling me? Why are you sending me so many paper towels? I don't need this many. So there's a corner of my apartment where I have a tower of paper towels because she sends me like eight rolls every single time. And I don't need that many. I'm just one person right now. You don't need that many Puerto Rico jokes. No, I don't. <laughs> Puerto Rican trolling sends oh, yeah. you a million paper towels. Right. I have a tower of towels. So. <laughs> but they're good. Thank you for asking. And then my mom's excited about her little mask business. Yeah. So she did a raffle recently. So somebody won the raffle and they get to pick the mask that they want. So, you know, I contacted the winner and they were like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And they're Puerto Rican. So they make some of the Puerto Rican flag. So I've never seen my mom so excited about anything because she's always been so focused on making other people happy. This is the first time I've really seen her, you know, take time and really dedicate to herself. That's sweet. It's nice to see her excited about something creative and artistic. Yeah. My grandmother taught her how to sew. Uh-huh. My grandmother make their clothes. They grew up in Los Campos de Puerto Rico. So, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't grow up with much money or anything. So my grandmother yeah. would sew their clothes. So my mom, she would definitely make it past the sewing challenge of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, those queens get so much help we don't see. 
You're telling me they sewed as well as your abuela clothing her children. <laughs> they whipped up a Carmen Miranda-inspired latex ensemble <laughs> in an hour with no, I know. no sewing help. Okay. It's so funny because some of the queens don't sew at all because, you know, they have their gowns made. They're already at that level. Yeah. They're in a financial position to be able to do that. That's yeah. not cheap. No, not cheap. no. Where you have other queens who their career is costume design you know mm-hmm. like this is what they do for a living so not only do they prefer not to have somebody make their outfit they feel mm-hmm. like they better job so it's interesting to see the wide range of yeah. costume design from drag because everybody's background is just so different yeah there's drag as a trade and drag as a dabbling hobby totally or something you just buy but we always need a queen who can't so for shit on the show to have that moment where they're freaking out they're like I don't know how am I gonna make this top like I live (laughs) that moment and then they pan into the other drag queen who is like a professional designer and looking at her like oh my god she entered this competition without knowing how to sew it's almost like she entered this competition without knowing what she was gonna do with match games we live for those moments that's what makes the show (laughs) yeah she entered this competition and and was accepted specifically because she can't sew for shit. That was a requirement. We all need a queen who can't sew. <laughs> but my mom can sew. And yeah. with the different fabrics and stuff. It's unfortunately the modern day hats were quilts. Oh, yes. I would love to see like a uh, quilt of drag queens. That should be a challenge. They need to work together on making a quilt. Ears would be shed. Blood <laughs> would spill. <laughs> like, be amazing. You know, obviously, there'd be fights, and they'd get back together, unveil this quilt, and then everybody would mend whatever <laughs> fights that they got into. Yeah. We need to make this old lazy boy look fierce. Oh, create yeah. this quilt to throw over it. Uh-huh. It's the most fabulous. <laughs> what are you watching these days, Rennie? I have such a short attention span. I'm not watching much. Okay. Well, I highly recommend The Magician. My brother has been trying to get me to watch this show for several <laughs> years. I watched the first couple of seasons with him, and they were really good. And then I started watching it again, and all of a sudden, my brother and I are, like, chatting a lot more often than we used to. Oh, cool. what's it about? Magician. <laughs> <laughs> oh, turn of the century coal mine. It's really oh, dark. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into fantasy shows right now. Anything okay. where magical powers, spirits and demons and fairies, just anything that'll take me away from yeah. the reason that we're living now. Anything yeah. that's not this. <laughs> anything. Anything that makes me believe, like, if I did the same moves that they're doing on the TV show, maybe I'll, I don't know, have a spark of something. Maybe I can tap into their magic. That type of delusional oh. entertainment is what I'm looking for in my programming right now. That's the best. (laughs) It's going to be insane. Everything we watch that is supposed to be modern day is now a period piece. Because if they don't incorporate the pandemic, it's like completely fantastical. Right. I want them to just skip it. I wish Hollywood would just come into an agreement. You know, lobby Congress. Do something. Right. Make it so we don't have to see dramatizations of this current period. Just pretend it didn't happen. Like racism. Just sweep it under the blanket. Like Brown, Bridgerton. There's so (laughs) many period pieces. I'm just happy none of them are starring Keira Knightley. She had her good run. 
but I just need a break from her. Like, she's a great actress, but yes. new people need to be able to depict what's happening in the 18th century, 19th century, <laughs> whatever century it is. Are you watching Bridgerton? No. <laughs> I want to tell Kira Knightley, you getting old is getting old. So. <laughs> Beautiful, but we need mm-hmm. a break. How's your brother doing? I think he's good. Your brother's so sweet. Yeah. He, How's your brother? He's good. He is back up in the air. He's a flight attendant. So he is he, too? <laughs> yeah, I know. I have a lot of flight attendants in my life. Oh. Um, <laughs> so he's working again, but it was difficult, especially leading up to the election with the amount of anti-maskers who oh. are the ones who refuse to wear a mask or the ones ones who like fiscally taking it off during the flight where he has to go like you have to put your mask on so it was a nice break for him and he's back now but it sounds like people are more compliant about it than they were before oh i swear these people are just as passionate about bringing their mail files on the plane when having a mask is a matter of life and death and they put the same weight of importance on shit like that these people are idiots (laughs) just so so dumb they're like "Mm, my civil rights this is a plane the same thing as no shirts and no shoes okay i wanted to get on the plane with the bomb on my face i know that's my business what What? (laughs) this part of me that can kill a lot of people is my freedom freedom my freedom <laughs> no 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 and they're like oh i'm so oppressed shut up God, <laughs> go to your room think about what you just said out loud to the public <laughs> for us to judge how dumb you sound <laughs> And then once you realize how embarrassed you should be, <laughs> then you can come out and we should have conversation. The only way you can yeah. talk to these people are like as if they're children because that's the mentality that they have, you know? Truly, like, your brother is a babysitter in the sky. Yes. <laughs> You should be paid more. Are you excited to do my show, Rani? <laughs> I'm excited to figure it out the day of. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like, oh, a Zoom show. But people seem to really enjoy doing our Zoom show. Yeah. It's not stand-up, but if you just treat it like its own thing and we're just friends hanging out and then yes. you can just call anything rather than like i have these jokes that i wrote then it can actually be very enjoyable you're completely right there are some benefits to it Mm -hmm. i think you feel less pressure and are willing to try some weird stuff out you know yeah i've become a ranter like i mean i ran a little bit you know i'm always gonna roast mike pence about how he's gay and has a latino fetish and I know what that face looks like, you know, that was more my thing. But now whatever thing bothers me or whatever I feel angst about, that's like, I'm just going to rant about this. And it's forced me to become a better writer and mm-hmm. it's allowed me to kind of go into areas that I never thought I'd go into before. So as long as you treat it like its own thing, uh-huh. then I think there could be some benefit from it that could help with stand up later on. If the earth ever opens up again. Yes. Yeah. Well, damn, Will, if you're going to be a rant or comedian, you need a long sleeve black turtleneck. That's the requirement. <laughs> then you need to walk around the stage and look up as if the idea is coming to you. And then when you really lay it out, you need to get on a knee. So this is all very hard over Zoom. 
and I think a black turtleneck is like the one article of clothing I don't have. <laughs> I have everything else. Yes, to it, Will. And you also need a very old-fashioned microphone, or else your rant opinions are invalid. Oh, I absolutely do have an old-fashioned microphone, so we're good there. <laughs> Can you imagine a really edgy male comedian stand-up special if they had a Bluetooth mic? <laughs> it just wouldn't work. <laughs> Listen up, America. Um. No is stupid. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, damn, he says it like it is. I know. <laughs> this please. No. <laughs> We're going to make your 40th birthday party the best we can. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazingly terrible, and that's what I'm excited <laughs> I need a high and a low at the same time. That's the only way that you get through these kind of big milestones, you know? Oh, my God. So. Dibs on mids, right in the middle. <laughs> yes. So I did download Tinder again. What? Yeah. I got rid of all the dating apps. I think it was like April, May, and I just like stopped completely. Yeah this guy I was chatting with, I was like, you are literally the first man that I have chatted with in like eight months. Do I yeah. even not do this anymore? That's how we started the conversation because at this point, I don't give a fuck. I'm literally going to let you know exactly where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I think just at this point in the pandemic, I'm like, hi, this is my mental illness. I'm yeah. 40 years old. These are the cards that I have. Show me your cards because I don't want to waste any time. And yeah. I invite you to judge me as harshly as possible because I feel like if I'm throwing it all out there with no shame at all whatsoever, then maybe that's an easier approach. I swear dating right now is like when the social worker shows up at your house uninvited. That's what you're going to do. Like, this is me. This is me right here. Who pulled on me? Yeah. No pants, eating out of a can. <laughs> I've just sort of been keeping to myself. I haven't really been chatting yeah. with a lot of people. Well, um, what about um, the guy that you one, mentioned? One FaceTime date last night. Nice. Yeah, for like 30 minutes. It was nice. It was lovely. It was chill. He was sweet and he was understanding. So he made me feel like I wasn't the only one in the same boat where I took mm. time to keep them interacting with the same sex to now be like, okay, yeah, sure. Let me throw myself out there. Hi, mm -hmm. I'm weird. I'm traumatized. You weird, you're traumatized. Let's be weird yeah. and together. Right. It's a really nice low pressure date. There's oh, yeah. No, there's no pressure to go back to your place because you're already at your place. Mm -hmm. And you're well, free to end it whenever. Without any lame yeah. excuse. Oh, I have work in the morning. <laughs> to feed my cat. Could just be like, okay, well, this was nice. Thank you so much. I got to go. Nice. Bye. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't have to wait for the bill. You can just fake a bad connection. <laughs> if you're mm -hmm. having a bad emotional connection, you can fake a bad electronic connection. Oh. And just yeah. fade out from the screen. <laughs> oh, oh, bye. Yes. Especially since I have AT&T internet and it's terrible. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm glad you had a pretty good date. It wasn't horrible. So I uh -huh. mean, that was just a plus. I'm not used to like FaceTime dates. You know, yeah. I haven't really done that before. We will see. Good thing to try. That's the boldest move you can make, getting out there and dating. This is how we got to do it now. I know. I think the first one is the most awkward. Yes. Right? It only goes up from your first FaceTime date. Yeah. <laughs> it gets better. Yeah. The whole It Gets Better campaign is co-opted by dating apps. Right. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Instead of the Trevor Project, it's the Tinder Project. It's Tinder Project. Th- it gets better. <laughs> oh, boom. I just got a message right when we're having this call. We totally conjured that into existence. Oh, nice. Yes. Maybe you can take it to the next level. I think fourth base is just seeing each other in real life from six feet apart. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I have asthma. I'm really trying not to get COVID, so I think that'll be okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. I swear, COVID tests are the new STDs. People are like, I'm cool. I got tested. What? You got tested three weeks ago. Did you not go anywhere? What's wrong with you? That's not how any of this works. Yeah. I mean, people are putting them on their dating profiles now. Like, I'm or oh I'm just chatting with somebody and that person's vaccinated too so I'm just gonna go ahead and like you know try to put my eggs in the vaccinated basket since you're not vaccinated even though we have a good connection that's happening oh my god Will that's fascinating that's vaccinating it's vaccinating vaccinating yes if I was on a date with someone and they felt like putting it out there like oh I just got tested so I'm okay that's the same kind of guy who doesn't want to use condoms exactly (laughs) no you're the same stay away from me if if I see someone without a mask if I see someone with a Trump sticker and (laughs) if I see somebody's profile that said just got tested no COVID those are three people (laughs) I want to be so far away from that person is definitely going to give you chlamydia yeah going to give you something where you like find out months later like I didn't even know I had this wow exactly you mentioned the Trump sticker not to go into politics Will you're the ranting comedian you have to (laughs) but I just saw a video of this truck waving this Trump lost LOL flag with the same yeah. font and branding as Trump 2020 yeah. driving it in Texas and I just thought that that was hilarious. At first I was like ew people are still waving the Trump 20 flag but I was like oh I read it I'm like oh no it says Trump lost LOL like the LOL is what really gets me because I've just never seen LOL with Trump branding before so it just yes. oh my god well just, I'm glad LOL gave you a laugh and didn't trigger you from the LOL doll from the LOL LOL. surprise yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally different branding but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely well you know that makes sense they probably stole it from LOL surprise I don't know <laughs> I'm glad I was like hey I never want to see that flag again and then when I saw that Trump lost LOL I was like Oh, okay. I'm okay with it. Keep going. On you go. So is God. (laughs) (laughs) Go in the um, prayer van with your mom. Yeah. Oh, mommy. You know what I was just thinking of today? I don't know if this is something I shouldn't tell you, but it made me laugh, so I'll share. Yeah. I guess you and Misha and Adam were at a show. Maybe it was your show. And they were with somebody they don't talk to anymore. Okay. You came out and introduced yourself or one of them introduced you to them Mm -hmm. and he said that you worked for Bert's Bees and I remember hearing that his response immediately was ew I hate Bert's Bees oh really (laughs) I think I'm messing up this story maybe he didn't say that to your face I'm not sure but I was just having a good laugh thinking today of sincerely saying you work for a company and somebody just immediately saying oh this thing you represent I hate it Oh, yeah. When I work for Burt's Bees, every time I mention it, people are like, oh, my God, I love Burt's Bees. It's always this, like, clutching pearls moment because ah! there's a lot of people who really love the brand. <laughs> there are just some people who just really love to be negative. 
They just enjoy trying to pinpoint the one negative thing out of anything that comes out of your mouth. And it sounds like he's that person. So I guess it's especially funny to me because I can't think of anything more innocuous than beeswax chapstick (laughs) of all the things. But he was very passionate about him not liking So do we know why they're not talking any longer? (laughs) I can't imagine. (laughs) I imagine it is the same reason. (laughs) Oh, because he became an edgy comedian. Oh. He's touring with his anti-Burt's Bees rant. Oh, during COVID? (laughs) Yeah, because that'll show him. (laughs) Yeah, well, honey, you go have a good time getting COVID. (laughs) Yes, you go enjoy that karma. (laughs) Mm. I need to call those boys. I miss them. Yes. I do. I miss people. Jeremy's like, we should bring back our show. I was like, yeah, we should. Just do something where we connect with people, you know? Yes. Even though it's not stand-up, even though, like, we're not in the same room where we can actually touch and hug. And, <laughs> but, like, just seeing people's faces, just hearing people's voices, that's reason enough, you know? It's important. I think we're getting very used hiding away. Mm-hmm. It's getting yeah. too comfortable. Yeah. Who is Jeremy? I don't think I know Jeremy. Jeremy Pace is my co-host for Misfits Comedy. You guys not met? Oh, now I feel bad. Maybe we haven't. <laughs> no, if you haven't met, that's hey, well, you'll meet him on Monday. Maybe I have met him and I'm being a jerk. <laughs> I don't think he was at my birthday party last year, so... Maybe one time at the comedy store. I feel like we all went to a show together. Maybe that's maybe last birthday. You had a lot of friends. That was a good group picture. It was funny because it's like me and Drew were just like, "Hey, do you want to just have a few people?" Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be like a thing. We weren't like, "Oh, let's invite everybody." It kind of like turned into more than just a few people gathering. It was so many people. It looks like one of the gays over COVID pictures. Totally. Except this one looks a lot more diverse. Yeah. in this picture ew i know people of color what the fuck <laughs> the only color in those pictures is from the glitter i'm telling you the glitter is a telltale sign of what <laughs> somebody's been up to for the prior week glitter is forever glitter is forever instead of a diamond ring you should just have like a little shaker of glitter when you get married <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just made me think of something i'll get your opinion on this should I create a glitter mustache for my birthday and for the show? You may regret it for the rest of your life, but you do it for the gram. We'll do it for the gram. There you go. That's what I wanted to hear, Rennie. I did it <laughs> yeah. years ago and I loved it. But now I just have the mustache and I feel like the glitter will actually stay on the mustache because my mustache is much thicker. My beard would be patchy. I Mm. think I may try it. Maybe there's edible glitter that people use on cake, if that exists. That sounds really yummy. Sorry, that's my alarm. Oh, that's cool. Got to get ready for your job interview. That's not for another hour and a half. You should Um, do the glitter mustache for that. (laughs) They haven't mentioned whether it's audio or video video but i'm gonna shower and i'm gonna put a sweater on i'm not even dressing up for it like what the fuck well if you don't get a job out of it maybe you'll get a husband we will see a twitter husband (laughs) (laughs) oh no tinder husband i'm confusing my dating (laughs) i just feel like now twitter's become the dating app really like i'm starting to see people meet over twitter so now i'm trying to post more pictures on twitter i'm not really like a picture twitter person Mm -hmm. but like now oh, maybe I should, you know, post more pictures. This is what I look like during the daytime. This is my evening quarantine look. But the last message I saw on Twitter was, hi, you like women? Apparently, I'm still attracting women. Clearly, when you look at the profile, it is obvious that I am gay. 
my hmm. tagline on Twitter says, comic slash writer slash winner of my high school all-male pageant. They should know that I like men. If they can't figure it out, they're lost to the sea. I used to hate Twitter, but now that the villain is gone, the predator, we can all come out again, like all the little no. critters from the land. Yeah, I enjoy Twitter, too. You can get addictive, though, so I try not to get overly involved in it. All right, Will, I think we should maybe comb our hair, maybe get fresh for our phone interviews. <laughs> yeah, it's so good reconnecting with you. I love talking to you, Will. I miss seeing you. We'll be back together sometime eventually. And if you need any help before Monday, just let me know. You just want to be, literally talk about your day? That's <laughs> fine, too. I appreciate the flexibility, but I will be doing a solid eight minutes of groundhog jokes. That's fine. I'll get on it now. Okay, well, I uh, hope you have a good one. Thank you. This was fun. I'm so glad we got to reconnect, Granny. Much love to your family and Thanks. paper towels. My tower of towels. I'll talk to you on Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll see you real soon, then. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye Today's episode was brought to you by True Latino Form, The Bang Bus, and... A solid eight minutes of groundhog jokes. Please stay on the line for our next episode with Augusta Avalone. Mm-hmm.